The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Hey, this is the King of Bros, and you're listening to the Rough House Podcast. They're a couple of pussies, but they're not that bad. The opinions expressed in the Rough House Podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the WWE, Lucha Underground, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, GFW, are they even still a thing? MCW Pro Wrestling, CZW, Nads Flappy Sack, Marvel Studios, Kellogg's, Frisky's Cat Food, Ted Turner, Jameson Irish Whiskey, Fruit of the Loom, Hershey's, Samsung, Amblin Entertainment, Groundskeeper Willie, or the cast and crew of The Walking Dead. Since the dawn of mankind, those in professional wrestling have turned to the Pro Wrestling Podcast to gain insight into how to do their jobs, how to create angles, develop new characters, and create fiery feuds with which to capture an audience's attention. What better group of individuals than basement dwellers on internet purchased microphones to guide the hand of a multi-million dollar industry? We're proud to present one such podcast courtesy of the Realm Network here at the Rough House where black people and white people watch wrestling and Hispanic people too and all people. Hey everybody! Hi guys, welcome. Rough House Podcast. You sound tired. Are you alright? Uh, no, I'm good. I've, okay, I, I've right. been up since uh, seven, so that's not that. That's bad. not that bad. It's only ten thirty. Yeah. yeah, I didn't sleep very well. Okay, all right. Um, cats, but, cats keeping you up? No, no, sinus crap. Oh, yeah. That's less fun. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think I've been sleeping well when I have been sleeping. I gotcha. Wake up, inside of my nose is like a Trisket, you know? Nice. It's just, it's no fun. Delicious Trisket crackers. Yeah, uh, I'm Marty. I'm Christoph, and uh, I like Trisket crackers. Uh, happy day to you. It's it's Oscar Sunday, Chris. Oscar Sunday? Oscar Sunday. Oscar has a match finally? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, I love the Oscars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's, I remember uh, seeing an Asuka video. It was some weird Japanese thing where she's like in a bikini pouring milk all over herself or something. Yep. Uh, yeah, the... It's pretty great. That should win all the Oscars. <laughs> all the Asuka awards. Yes. If they don't... How do they... like? If they don't post something on, on oh, the yeah. WWE thing about... Oscar Sunday. Yeah. Like they're they're really missing. I mean they they every year do the fake movie posters. And they're great. They're yes, they're, they're fantastic. fantastic. Like yeah. solid Photoshop jobs. Yeah. Uh I, I liked the into the Cenaverse one this yeah, year. That, that one was, was good. solid. The, and the man one. That yes. was a great photo of Becky that they really glossed over, you know, made yeah, it real yeah. real nice. Yeah, yeah. They, they they could work with that. Do you have any Stake in the race for the Oscars this year. I used to, I used to be into the Oscars, uh, but it's just you know, I would like to see Black Panther win just because I'm a Marvel mark. Yeah, but yeah. I, I don't really, I don't really yeah, see that I, happening. I, I, I ain't got really any stake in the game. I mean, I don't even know what else is nominated. A bunch uh, of movies I've never seen. Uh, <laughs> Star is Born. Never seen it. Uh, Green Book. Nope. Roma. Swing and a miss. Uh, <laughs> trying to think what else is up for for best. I think Black Landsman's up as oh, well. Oh yeah, Black Landsman. Uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. That, yep, that's the one that everyone's really like. Wait, what? I haven't seen that either. Um, yeah, I haven't seen it. I have a code for it, so I, <laughs> I, I could have watched it by now. Right, but I'm just like, 
I, I know Queen songs. See, I, don't, I don't need to see it with the sleepy looking guy from <laughs> Mr. Robot. <laughs> Although I heard his performance was great. I've heard that too. <laughs> Doesn't change the fact he looks very tired. Yeah, he does. It's kind of a. It's kind of just his face. Yes. I guess. I remember him from a uh, years ago from a short lived sitcom with Michael Rappaport where he played like the neighbor kid. Ah. I don't. Michael remember. Rappaport. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember why that popped into my head just now, but it did. Mike, um, <laughs> Michael Rappaport, who I like to describe as the whitest dude who probably says the n word on a regular basis and thinks yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Aside from Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course, brother. <laughs> brother. Yes. Uh, uh, what was I going? Oh, I like to spend my time watching terrible movies. <laughs> like last night, I watched. Valerian, the city of a thousand planets. How was that? It wasn't great. Yeah, I had it a feeling. It was beautiful. It was visually oh, stunning. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, Luc Besson always delivers right. on that and front. I am a fifth element mark to the yes. end of time. So yes. it definitely had some vibes of that with like the, the creatures. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the like, there's like a beginning montage of like they're building the space station. There's a mm-hmm, whole bunch of different mm-hmm. alien races coming in. And I'm pretty sure I spotted the the big lumbering guys from uh, from the fifth element in there. So yeah, as yeah. A, as a, as a cue to that, would but, not um, be surprised. Dane DeHaan is not a good actor. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's kind of got one mode. <laughs> yeah, sleepy. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> he's know, another uh, sleepy fellow. Yeah, exactly. And and Cara Delavan. Yeah, she's attractive, not, but also not uh, no, not very exciting no. to watch. I, she was the worst part of Suicide Squad, which says a lot. She was in that. Which who was she? Enchantress. Oh, she was Enchantress. Yeah, oh. I say it that way because that's how she said it yeah, in every terrible. scene as she was doing her weird dance. Yeah, it's weird that the the most uh, compelling actor in that Valerian movie was Rihanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, what I've okay. heard. She's actually uh, she actually I, did a really good job. I've heard that if it was a, the Rihanna movie, yeah. it would have been infinitely better. It, it was. That's the weirdest thing for me to say. But yeah, not yeah. a not not a solid. But it's something I, you know. I, I enjoy Luc Besson films, so I wanted to uh, you know give it a shot. It was on Prime, so I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah, of course. Drinking, why not? Drinking a bottle of port and just watching Valerian. That sounds classy. After I ate a lot of lasagna. It still sounds classy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's good stuff. Well, by the way, this is a wrestling podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy and, Oscar Sunday. Uh, and uh, I, just to, to tie directly into what we were just talking about, one of the big bits of news this week, because there was a lot of news this Jesus, week. Jesus, dude. It's like, that's why I was going to translate or tra- uh, segue into you being tired like to following all this fucking news. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so much shit going on. So, so to tie into what we were just talking about, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Apparently going to star uh, in the Hulk Hogan biopic. That nobody for, asked for. That no one asked for for Netflix. <laughs> right. Directed by, uh, what's the name, Todd Phillips, a uh, guy who directed The, the Hangover, Hangover yeah, and yeah. is directing that weird-ass Joker movie uh, with, oh, well, Joaquin with Joaquin Phoenix. Um, weird. Apparently it's just going to focus on the rise of Hulkamania, which... <laughs> Yeah, I would I, hope so. As I've said to, to to many of my friends, we've we've been talking about this all week. Yeah, that is the most boring element of Hogan's story. Yeah, there's no drama. Well, if it's you know, part of this WWE Netflix deal, they're not going to get into any of the juicy stuff. That's true. It's a puff piece, like Fighting for My Family. Is, right, right. You know where they but leave least, off a lot of stuff. At least with Fighting for My Family, there is there's some drama. Yeah, there's some drama. There there is you know she starts from nothing, becomes right. a superstar. Hogan went from. Uh, a bodybuilder yeah. 
to a superstar <laughs> to a superstar to a megastar. Yeah, yeah. like there there was it, it, it's not like there's the hard times where it was training hard and all. I mean, if in here, baby brother, we got the Hulk Hogan beat shop coming up. Gonna be uh gonna be throwing some uh, vitamins and saying some prayers for everybody, baby brother. <laughs> and, and there's probably not gonna be any Dusty in that no, movie, which no also is a bummer. Who would you cast as Dusty? Uh, you can't. Oh, Kevin Owens. Ke- Kevin Owens does do a good Dusty. Uh, body type. For, for two seconds, I was thinking the guy who plays Jerry on Parks and Rec. <laughs> Jerry Gray. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes, Jim O'Hare. Don't yes. ask me how I know his name. Yes. I watch a lot of Parks and Rec. Uh, it's okay. I, I've been watching a lot, too. It's it's now like one of the three shows yeah. they th- show marathons of on uh, Comedy Central. Today now. is the four-year anniversary of the series finale. Oh. Pawnee Forever. Hashtag. They just aired that last night on oh. uh, Comedy Central. Oh, maybe it was yesterday. I don't yeah. know. Uh, either uh, way, but um, I, I I was just thinking about like the stories you could tell about Hogan. Yeah. And, okay. You want to avoid the sex tape N word gawker sure. thing? Yeah. Sure. Why not talk about the '90s? He was a megastar. Uh, McMahon decided I'm going to go without him. Right. He decides I'm going to go to WCW. It doesn't work the way he wants. You can go into him deciding to become a bad guy, the yeah. backstage politicking. See, basically, that's far more intriguing. Yeah, like that's a story I want to hear about yeah. a guy who was at the top and is trying to sink his fingers back in and stay on. Right. Top. And he did. And he did. And and that's that isn't. The, yeah. That's an interesting story. That's the meat, brother. And that would be cool to see. Even though, you know, it still deifies a piece of shit racist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, it's happening, so we just have to yeah, yeah. We can I, choose to watch it or choose to not. Yeah, yeah. But Let's it's, be honest, we're going to watch it. It's definitely going to be a whitewashed, story, whitewashed yeah. version of the story, and there's no clearer way than the fact that it's being produced by Eric Bischoff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Eric Bischoff is an executive producer. But speaking of Bischoff, yeah, he he also is in the news this week. Very (laughs) angry because of some news that broke Saturday. Yes, as things are shaking up like crazy in the WWE, right? right And not just roster wise. That was Friday. Yeah, (laughs) for the but behind the scenes. So there, there were some hints and and indications that things were changing. We saw the hiring of basically. Uh, TNA lifers yeah. as new agents yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Jarrett, Shane Helms, Sanjay Dutt, and, and Abyss, Abyss all got signed. Yeah. Uh, Steve Carino apparently now has been bumped up from NXT to a producer for WWE. Good for Carino. Yeah, I love Carino. Arn Anderson fired. Yeah. Uh, apparently it's been a long, long brewing thing. Between Vince and Double A, but there's apparently something that happened at a house show. Right. Don't know what. It'll uh, come out eventually. Yeah, I, I'm sure it will. Give it time. Ask Arn to Starcast, and he'll I- exactly. He may tell well, you. I don't know. Arn was also a guy that, like, in that short period of time before he got signed by WWE to be an agent, he did like a book and he did a shoot interview. I didn't know he did a book. Hundred percent kayfabe. Really? Yeah, that dude Good did not break it. Good for him. Even an ounce. Old school. So. Baby. Uh, we may never hear from him what okay. happened. All right. we'll, Somebody will spill the beans. We'll see. But yeah, Double A, gone. Apparently, like I said, long growing he and Vitz uh, are apparently uh, guys who like to yell at each other right. a lot. I'd love to watch that. Yeah. No, that'd be Jesus. tremendous. I'd lo- I, just, I just want the backstage cameras to like follow them around. and like I, I, Even if it was like the most mundane sort of like what kind of protein powder <laughs> they had in the fucking PC, just to yeah. see Double A and Vince just yell at each other oh, over oh, it. Oh, Double A cutting his old school Fantastic. promo. Look here, Vince, the fact of the matter is this <laughs> just 
<laughs> just that good. that's that's the way he'd always it was yeah. always very dry very simple right straight to the point of course the fact of the matter which is such an old school wrestling is, turn of phrase um but yeah let go uh it's Definitely showing that some things have changed as yeah, he was out with the old, in with the less old. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because he was uh, he was Cena's go-to guy. Yeah. for booking things, and apparently another bit that got Arn in some hot water, when he would be told by the talent that something sucks, Arn would go, "Yes, but." Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Never like that saying. That's not a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, most other agents go. This is what we're doing, right? But he's first go. You're right. It does suck. However, however, this is what, <laughs> this is what Vince wants, and this is how you're going to do it. I just realized, by the way, at my day job, I'm that guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Internally, not externally. Sure, sure, sure. Internally, yeah. when yeah. we, we yeah. have conversations about things it's like this, sucks. I go. You're right. However. <laughs> The fact of the matter is The fact of the matter is this. I I want you to start cutting promos on on people about uh, what they're supposed to be doing. My next next performance review. Marty, you keep yelling, Saturday night, 6.05. What does that even mean? What does that mean? This is not the superstation. We're not open on Saturdays. Uh, But... Out with the old and in yeah. with the, like you said, less old. And yeah. it explains why Bischoff is angry because uh, I, I guess there's going to be less things to wrestle with. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As Bruce freaking Pritchard is being brought back into the mix. Which I don't, I mean, it's it seems weird to me. And I know, you know, Bruce has had a interesting relationship with the WWE over the years. Right. But, you know, him and Conrad doing this podcast really brought him back into the the wrestling ether. Mm-hmm. And you know, he was he he's been brutally honest about stuff on on the podcast. Yeah. And you know, to the point where you know the relationship healed up so that they're putting the podcast on the network for a period of time. Mm-hmm. So clearly, that was a sign that you know they were kind of on the same page again. But you know, is is the is the choice to go back as cats the right dart choice in and out of the room. as opposed to looking forward? And that's not to say Bruce can't have good ideas with these people in the room no, no, now. No. But you know, is some you know is it? I don't I don't I don't know. Is it the right choice to have somebody with an old school uh, you know um, mentality and history to to come in and and work with these new guys? Does does he? get the new guys yeah I, I i'm not a an avid listener of something to wrestle they're with so long uh yeah they're they're very long <laughs> and you know for me it's like oh this is stuff i've i've you know heard the ins and outs yeah. of before yeah. um and and hey props to him and conrad for building the cottage industry yeah. that they did uh and presumably get to continue to have because conrad's saying nothing's changing um, although Bischoff's response uh, says otherwise, um, expletive laden. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know, and I don't know if this is part of their internal moves and shifts because you know we saw on TV this week with the random call up of NXT yeah, guys, which we'll, which get, we'll to, get to. Uh, that that they are definitely trying to change things up and spice things up. And hey, this is an example of wrestlers or wrestling talent being brought back into the mix of the creative. Yeah. Presumably a good sign. Yeah, one would imagine. But I don't know. And hey, OG538, if you do know, please comment on something. Yeah. Uh, where Pritchard's 
ideals land with the modern day. I mean, right. Uh, we had Vince Russo on here weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he talked about how he felt about the modern day product and and what he would want to engage right. with. I don't know where a Pritchard sits with any of that. Right, he's very good at deconstructing the past and, and right. talking about how Vince thinks about different things. Right, because he has the intimate knowledge of being there. Right, but I don't know what a 2019 Bruce Pritchard idea is yeah. I, I don't know if he's saying well you got to do this with elias and this with right. kevin owens and this with johnny gargano like i don't know that he has those ideas but then again this may just be putting the the keys to the castle into a known hand because i imagine especially right now vince is now thinking more about the xfl yeah, and and having to engage more with that side, so it's like That's true. What what's the steady hand he could put WWE in, not to take away from Triple H, right? But to, well, he's kind of a given, I mean, right? Know. But it, it I, I guess it's like that transitionary person, you right. know, to sort of fill in. If I were to guess, to like, fill in for Vince's mindset, right? Like the proxy Vince being gone, right? 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 I gotcha. Yeah, and it, the, the timing of everything. It's just it just seems kind of rushed um, yeah. to me because you're doing this you're doing all these drastic changes yeah. that are seen both on screen and and behind the scenes you know in the middle of your you know as you're ramping up to WrestleMania yeah yeah so you know you're you're basically reshuffling the deck uh, you know, a couple to, a month and a half before your biggest event to, to use a hackneyed analogy be as if. MLB trade season happened right before the World Series. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where you this, do, yeah. this seems a little drastic. Yes. You know, with between the NXT call ups and yeah. all the questions. Where that, was this during Survivor Series? Like that. Yes. Like the the fall is always the deadest period right. of the WWE. Where yeah. was this? I, I I don't know. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe it the ratings do have something to do with it. With them have having been so yeah. bad the past couple months. It was you know week after week. It was new low, new low, new low. Right. Um. So and apparently the the NXT folks did spike it a little bit. Uh, for this past week, yeah, um, for and, both Raw and, and SmackDown. SmackDown, and then they've announced Roman Reigns is going to be on the show to address his treatment yeah. on Monday, which is a whole other thing. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. Uh, <laughs> but but the, the the timing of it just seems like are, are are they that worried that that the you know Fox deal is not well the Fox is the contract signed so they're going to yeah and it's also not until October well and that's that's what I'm saying like why yeah. are they doing this now right and, and fucking up well if they even had plans for Mania because if you read what what is happening online they haven't had full set plans for Mania and still don't for a lot of these people yeah so you know you could have somebody like you know. DIY come up to the main roster with a million questions why and then somehow work their way or not work their way but be put into a WrestleMania match yeah where you have a team like let's just say the bar who have been crushing it the entire year get left off because of it exactly because of these last minute changes and the timing it doesn't always you know I'm happy for the new guys to come up uh but it's it's just it's just weird timing and it could leave some guys that we've been watching and enjoying for a long time off the uh, off the card. Yeah, and, and it is a weird call up. So this week we found out Monday afternoon right. uh, that Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Alistair Black, and Ricochet were going to be on Raw. Yeah, out of the blue. 
Right. Uh, apparently out of the blue for almost everybody. Vince made the call uh, over the weekend, last weekend. He said, I want you know the four top guys. Didn't talk to Triple H about it. Which seems weird. Very weird. Because that's his baby. Exactly. You would, think, you would think that, that there would be some level of conversation. But maybe this is a response to uh, you know when that NXT 6 got called up. You know, the the people who have brought us literally nothing, including one who's apparently a Scientologist and never showed up on TV. Uh, a Scientologist? That, he tweeted and deleted. <laughs> Lars oh. Sullivan tweeted and deleted that he's he's exploring oh, Scientology. Yeah. Well, Don't know if it was a joke or we what. We hardly knew you, Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck in your Xenu speed. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi to LRH for me. Yeah. Um, so that may have been, okay, I asked Triple H for guys. Oh. He gave me this group. And oh well, oh god, I have so many problems with that. Yeah, <laughs> like because of, I, it's not his fault that they had no plans for these people coming up. Well, and they're all DOA. Okay, so I'm looking at, at it from two sides here. You're looking at Vince mindset. I know, uh, I know. Well, I'm not even saying from the Vince mindset of oh this didn't work. I imagine every time that they have the conversation with Triple H about we want to call some guys up, Triple H doesn't go these are the best guys. Right. Triple H goes. These are the guys who are ready and I can lose. Right. Which is a very different thing. Yeah, it's like true. The, these are the guys I can cut and they won't hurt anything. Yeah. The people who they ended up calling up on Monday, man, that that's it just throws everything into disarray. Yeah. And yes, they all went over on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. But like, if you had never watched NXT. What can you tell me about any one of those four guys beyond Aleister Black's moody? Yeah, and has a lot of tattoos. Each one tells a different story. Yeah, about something that's happened in his life. And Ricochet likes to do flips and doodles. Yeah, it, it and- was it was as if he was it was as if Michael Cole was given a PowerPoint presentation on oh. these four guys, and he just read the bullets. And I know that Michael Cole knows. These yeah. guys, and I know I'm not blaming Michael Cole for this. I'm yeah. blaming whoever said that he had to read these bullet points off about these guys. Yeah, because it just, you know, it's just it just sounded so bad. You know, you know, back in the day, I remember getting fucking vignettes for months mm-hmm. about fucking anybody. Comma, I, the comma vignettes yeah. really stick out to me. Riding yeah. a fucking motorcycle and his weird red singlet with the gold chain and everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know the supreme fighting machine fighting in the gym so you get a little idea at least yeah. Razor Ramon in the char- streets of yes, Miami of, uh, of what these characters are going to be and for it, it 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 didn't help the NXT fans and it didn't help the non-NXT fans because mm-hmm. the people who are not NXT fans like you just said like who the fuck are these guys and what are their intentions meanwhile us the NXT fans are like why the fuck is Tommaso Ciampa smiling? Yeah. And why are they super friend babyface right now? What the right, fuck is happening? Right, right. They they didn't do the best job of acting like the 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 subtle enemies that they are. Right. This there and th- those two specifically, like yeah. Ricochet, you can, you can plug him anywhere, and oh, by the sure, end of the match, sure. people are going to be like, "Holy shit, this guy's legit." And but, I will say, of the four, Ricochet was the one where I was like, "Well, if if he's called up full time." I feel like that that's the one where it, it yeah. loses the least because yeah. he has n- no real storyline going on in NXT. I mean, no. you can say the same for Black, too. Um, true, true. But it's just like, okay, you, you put him out there. Cool. Yeah. 
let's finish up this Chompa Gargano. Yeah, because it's been going on for years now. Yeah. With, with all these, you know, twists and turns and everything. And then, you know, yeah. it continued on NXT the night after all this shit happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Gargano losing the North American Championship. In to a, the Velveteen Dream. Amazing match, by the way. Oh, so good. Oh, my God. That finish was fucking fantastic. Wow. So damn good. Um, But, you know, Champa was there and watching from above with his devious. Oh, Nigel. Mwah. Chef Kiss and Nigel called him a macabre specter overlooking. <laughs> like, you British motherfucker. I love yeah, you. That yeah, was yeah. great, yeah. great uh, commentary there. But, you know, th- this story that we've been so invested in and all these main events and all these, you yeah. know, four or five star matches, just to be gone in the snap of a finger like all right you guys are gonna fight the the revival or you guys are gonna fight the bar yeah and, uh, and, there and you it's go. not like those matches were bad no they weren't and you wouldn't expect them to be yeah but it's just it, it it's weird because it's this idea of like if if you just if you just think about it okay these are top stars on nxt right so for the people who are invested in them you're angry and confused because Everything that you've watched, or almost everything that you watch. I mean, yes, DIYs has started to team up, so yeah. okay, it makes sense they're a tag team. But yeah. for the most part, the storytelling that got you invested with them is gone. Yes. So now you have to be like, okay, this is a blank slate, but not because you know they were even still on the tapings that were done this week, right? Uh, and with storylines going into the next takeover. Yeah. Um, I, I won't spoil any of that, but just I know this, that I read the spoilers. Uh, uh, but it's just they're there's still more. Yeah. Okay. And so it's intriguing. So if so, for the hardcore fans who know who they are, you're now thrown for a loop. You're like, right. what? Why? Huh? For the people who don't know who they are, you aren't given enough to actually care. Yeah. And it's it's just strange. It isn't like you know, again, like you said, if they if they gave them video packages, right. if they did something more than an afternoon tweets build. I know. Of the NXT I guys know. coming up. Now, granted, loved the matches. Right. I'm looking forward to this week on SmackDown. They just announced they're going to do uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet against Rusev and Nakamura. Yeah, which be sounds great. awesome. Yeah, they're going to do Gargano versus Cesaro, which sounds awesome. Hell yes, like I'm excited for that. Sure, it's just I'm excited for that under the pretense not of oh the creative for this is going to be fantastic. It's more these guys. You just give them a ring. It's going to be a good time. So doesn't that go against Vince's philosophy of wrestling for wrestling's sake, though? It- it does. So I mean, <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, right? I remember right. that being the big thing from the McMahon, uh, the McMahon Stone Cold podcast. He's yeah. like, we don't do wrestling for wrestling's sake. We're telling stories out there, and then yeah. you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You are actively getting rid of stories. Right. You you are just wiping the status quo. It, it, to to use a very deep uh, nerd analogy, it's like when DC Comics relaunched everything a few years ago under the, the new Fifty Two. Yeah. For the people who were invested in these characters, right. it was frustrating because you had no idea what counted anymore right. or why these things were happening with these characters you loved. For the new people, you were confused because it was this mishmash of different things and it was harder to get linked into it because you had no reason to. Yeah, It was starting from square one right. again. Yeah. It was watching Uncle Ben get shot for the fifth time. Right, you know, like, right. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it, it's just, it, it, it was very, very strange. And a bit of a bummer because we came off of a pay-per-view in Elimination Chamber, yeah. which last week you and I both were like, 
Oh, man. I know. This is going to be bad. I and know. it was actually a pretty damn good show. It was. I enjoyed the majority of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, the I was not happy with what happened with uh, Ruby Riot, nor was I invested in the Baron Corbin Braun Strowman no. fiasco, no. which was just everything about that was just undone the next night. Same and it with was, Lashley and B- Balor. Yeah. And that's, that's again, some of the, the weird. Like, I, I'm now getting to a point where I just feel like my frustrations with WWE Creative are on Raw. Yeah. Because at least SmackDown, yeah, there are bits and pieces. I'd love to see Rusev used better and things like that. Yeah. On Raw, just like that entire show made no sense based on the night before. I know. You you had the the formation of the super heel crew with with Baron Corbin and McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. So then the next night you just have Corbin get marked clean. And none of those other two guys come out. Exactly. And you had Lashley turn against Leah Rush. Right. And nothing they're they're a team again yeah. because reasons yeah and it's just it was it was very very weird it's a great very, disconnect very between the shows yeah it was, yeah it, it didn't you know and the, the oh god the crowd the crowd did not help no anything in fact no. it hurt a lot of what was happening on monday yeah. um you know and that's another thing with the timing why would you choose to bring these people up in where's Lafayette? Yeah, Lafayette, Louisiana. You know, if I'm part of me in the back of my head thinks that Vince did this, like, oh, these guys aren't fucking over. Nobody knows who these people are. We're yeah. gonna put them on Lafayette and see what happens. And yeah. we got what we got. Yeah. You know, it, meanwhile, if they would have debuted in DC or Philly or Chicago, wait a week. Yeah. Promote them this week. Right. With video packages. Yes. This week in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's, Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta would be losing their mind. I know. And what a barn burner of a show that would be. Yeah. NXT debuts and Roman Reigns coming back to presumably share good news. Right. I don't think they bring him back for bad news. Well, I don't think he's going to go on Good Morning America <laughs> with bad news. No, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it That's was possible. It was very, very weird. And yeah, you, you know, the story came out afterwards. Well, the reason why it was Ricochet and Finn against Leah Rush and Bobby Lashley was because it was originally supposed to be Finn and Ricochet. Right. And Triple H stepped in and said, hey, you know, that we make zero sense. That makes zero sense. We Thank can you. build to that later. <laughs> All right. Then why don't you do Lashley and McIntyre? Right. <laughs> right. You, you literally just put them together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I know. It's just it's. Yeah, at least that would have given Drew something to do on Monday. He wasn't yeah, even yeah. on the show, was he? Uh, did he have something? With, I feel like he had something know. with Dean. He, oh, yeah, he probably just beat him again. I think he beat him again in like six seconds yeah, or something. Yeah. I mean, the I was... Dean Ambrose farewell tour continues. I, I was I was with you. I made the effort to watch Raw live on Monday because I was right. like, I want to see what they're going to do with these yeah. NXT guys. Uh, and normally I, I either catch up on YouTube stuff or sure. I catch up on Hulu right. or through other means <laughs> and just skip around to stuff that looks interesting. Yeah. I actually made the effort to sit down and watch the full hours. And that's what I got. I got it, a show that didn't it, make any sense. You so wonderfully put it the next morning with your like six tweet scribe. No, there were 12. Tw- I'm sorry, your 12 <laughs> tweets. It was scribe. a 12 tweet thread of uh, like 100 questions yeah. that I had. Yeah, I was with you. I mean, you, you hit the nail head on the one that really confused me. Why is Paul Heyman throwing into a video of himself? <laughs> what the fuck happened? Why? <laughs> I, I will say this I've seen that happen in real life at, at, at a, a company event. We had a guest speaker who spoke for a while, 
and then through to a video, and the first person speaking in the video was him. Was him. Uh, and I'm just like, that is that's a power move right hell there. Hell yeah, it is. That's totally something Vince <laughs> would do. By the way. <laughs> yeah, there, there was. It was just there was a lot going on. You know, it's it's just so weird. Everything's so weird right now. I'm worried uh, with what's going to happen. You know, with NXT, if these guys apparently they're going to continue to work all three brands. Yeah, so that's going to end great. That, I mean, well, that, I mean NXT I, tapes. So I understand NXT tapes, but still, that's how you get some injuries right there. Well, there's that, and also the storyline disconnect. Like, how are we going to watch them on Monday and Tuesday, and then have yeah. whatever happens on Wednesday exist in a different universe? Yeah, well, you know, or different I mean, in in the case timeline. of half of those guys, their storyline, quote unquote, is the Dusty Rhodes classic. Right. So they they don't really have a lot going on. Again, trying not to spoil too yeah. much. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to. Um, so, it, it, you know, they are basically just wrestle dudes for the next few weeks of NXT tapings, yeah. which is much how they're being used on SmackDown and Raw. I, well, I guess. It's just the DIY thing that's really irking me. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I completely understand. I mean, yes, they built DIY working together again. Yeah. So we're going to see them work them work together again. But there wasn't there was like even like little glances and little nods and little like they were trying. Yeah, I mean, they were trying just, to keep it going. It wasn't it wasn't quite what it needed to be, which is definitely a bummer. Really, it was Champa smiling. Champa smiling in that yeah. photo just pisses me off. Because yeah. that is not Tommaso Champa. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you, and I will say this: something that is really frustrating with all these NXT call ups. Where's Eric Bugenhagen? He's right there. Come on, guy. He's right there. I looked at the taping results from this week. He's in one match. One match, yeah. One match. You You just lost four big stars. (laughs) No, they didn't because they're still there. (laughs) Uh, That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they're on their way out. It's time for new Bugen blood. (laughs) Bugen blood now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I don't understand. It's hard enough to fit in four new guys. You could have just fit in one new guy on Raw and SmackDown. Okay, and had Bugenhagen versus Elias. And yeah, fucking, uh... versus Elias, versus Brock Lesnar, versus AJ Styles, versus Michael Cole for all I care. Just all Bugenhagen all the time. That's going to get real old real quick, bud. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think you do. No. no. You got to stop drinking the- Future uh... Hall of Famer, first ballot, Eric Bugenhagen. The Boogan beer, you gotta you gotta put it down, buddy. It's not gonna happen. All right, the Boogan brew. All right, stop pounding Boogan brews and uh, and realize that this shit is not uh, not long for this world. Well, Flash in the pan. You say that. You say that. I do, but, uh, and I mean it. Okay. Okay. Well. Uh, Good news is he did not end up on the unemployment line this week. Nope. Unlike three people, two which we kind of knew about. Two we knew about. Uh, One we definitely knew about, Hideo Itami. Yeah. Second one, earlier this week, Ty Dillinger asked for his release and was granted it on Friday. And then, holy shit, TJP done got fired. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. 86 TJP. Yeah. uh, Which apparently he was blindsided by, which- They did not wish him well in his future endeavors either. Yeah, None of yeah. the four of them did they? Yeah, yeah. Which is three, three. Yeah. Well, Arn. Oh, sorry. That's yeah. right. Yeah, four, yeah, 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 yeah. Four, four, yeah, four for Arn. Woo! Arn makes four. So, <laughs> so yeah, the four uh, release men. Uh, Friday, uh, yeah. two twenty-two nineteen. Um, yeah, I mean TJP, not a great loss. No, um, no. I think the thing that did it. I mean, 
uh, story started coming out that apparently it was a huge pain in the ass backstage, right. and he was uh, the type of guy that would basically, like, on a regular basis, go straight to Vince and be like, I want to do this. And they'd be you gotta like, go through proper yeah, channels, kid. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know if you saw on Monday, uh, late Monday into Tuesday, he's tweeting about how, oh, look at that ricochet angle. That's the exact one I wrote for myself. Yeah, that's not a good look. No, that's not no, where it's you not. Be. No, it's between not. that and apparently he got some new tattoos that he didn't get cleared with. There's uh, some ugly fucking tattoos. I mean, he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, well. So <laughs> it, it's still so funny. Like, I'm not going to take away the fact that he's a talented worker. He is. He had very, very good matches. I was, a, I was like rooting for him to win the Cruiserweight Classic. It's just funny though to see of the guys who were in it. Yeah. That's the one who won. Well, that's the one who wanted to sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It was like, and we're gonna put a bushy on to. Oh, yeah. he doesn't want to. All right, okay, well, Zach, Zach Saber. Oh, oh, wait, what's that? Zach? No? Uh, okay, All I right. forget who the fourth guy was. Uh, who was remember. the fourth guy? Uh, People might be Hollywood yelling. Hogan. Yep, that's who it was. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed. He had some it. heat with Cedric Alexander, <laughs> but it's true. That's true. So yeah, no Ty Dillinger. Nope. No Hideo Itami. Nope. No TJP. Now, were I to guess, Hideo Itami. We talked about this when word came out. Yeah. That he was leaving. Anyway, probably going right back to Japan. Probably going right back to Noah. Yeah. I, although, really, I mean, I know that's where he, you know, he made his name and everything. Yeah. I got to imagine Harold Mage is calling up uh, Kenta and being like, "Hey, guy." Why don't you uh, swing over here? We got some. Uh, we it, got a whole bunch of yen for you. It, it's possible. Uh, the reason why I think it's Noah, that Noah just got new ownership and uh, a big cash infusion from like some uh, internet okay. company. So nice. it's probably like, hey, <laughs> that's probably what started the conversation. I'm hey, sure, he, but I'm you saying, wanna... you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost, I can almost guarantee he got a call. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. from New Japan, uh, and and that would put. You know, Noah back on the map, you know, if sure. he came yeah. in and say had some high profile matches with guys, what yeah. have you. Um, I think TJP is probably going to go back to New Japan because he's been part of New Japan on and off his entire career right. since he was like 17 years old. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Will Ospreay was one of the first people to tweet at him. <laughs> That's another guy who needs his Twitter account taken away from him. Will Ospreay is not that bad. Oh, he's real bad. He's not that bad. Did you not catch the whole incident where he was talking shit about a girl who went to Japan? And uh, oh one. yeah, he's really bad. Okay. He, he he's he's also one of those guys who like gets caught in an internet controversy and goes, "Well, I'm going to shut down my account," and then three days later reactivates his account. And yeah, he's no, he should be taken away from the Twitter <laughs> machine. He's awesome at landing on his head, and we're seeing the end results of it. Um, Damn savage! Uh, hey, I like I like the flippy shit he does. However, it's clearly having long term effects in the short term. So, so what you're saying is Dynamite Kid didn't have Twitter? <laughs> exactly. Okay, exactly. God, can you imagine like the the, the '90s WCW crew having Twitter? No. Uh, yeah, all all the backstage there. Yeah. Oh my god. Fucking Hall posting photos of him drunk MIA on Instagram, or or replying to chicks talk, asking them to show him their tits or something like that. <laughs> Scott Hall's a total fucking creep, and he's oh, yeah. unabashed about. It, which oh, I yeah. love. He's like, yeah. Yeah, why don't you show me your titties? Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Let me see them knockers you got there. Uh, 
Wait, where did it become like a paisan at the end? <laughs> I don't know. I, I went from Miami to Brooklyn like that. Yeah. It's like a 1,500-mile flight in yeah. the course you. of two seconds. I'm not good at accents. <laughs> Look at Elon Musk over here redefining new ways to travel. <laughs> hey, I got a hyper tube tunnel. It's going to go from Miami Why is to Brooklyn. Because <laughs> it's the walking. only voice I do. It's all right. I don't know. The Tesla Model 3. Hey, going to launch him into space on a Falcon X <laughs> and then smash his face in with a soldering iron. <laughs> talking to my guy all wrong. <laughs> Two mice. <laughs> Fell in Nevada cream. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> what, what else happened this it's week? It's the walk-in cast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What else happened? Uh, well, as we mentioned, Velveteen Dream did win the North American Championship. Yes, so yes, that's he uh, did. So that's a fun title change there. Yeah, very Our, uh, excited local about boy that. getting his first taste of gold. So, you know, he's he's been primed to be one of the next top players in NXT. And NXT was really good this week, and that five-star match, well, five-star, you know, not it was a really good fucking yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that really good match kind of overshadowed another uh, really good match we had at the beginning of the show. It was uh, Alistair Black and Roderick Strong. Yeah, that was super fun. It was hella good. Those guys worked really well together. Um, and I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen with Undisputed Era. Um, you know, with all these NXT call-ups, my thought would have been, you know, this is my ongoing uh, hope and dream for Undisputed Era. And I think they probably should have done this instead of what they did do. Yeah. Just have the Undisputed Era come up and just wreck shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I said something on a, on a prior episode, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, dear listeners. I say it all the time. Um, is... There was that rumor that they approached the Bucks and Kenny and, right. and Cody with this invasion angle. Yeah. I'm thinking, you got something written up. Find, replace. Hell yeah. Put the Undisputed Era in yeah. and just run the same thing. That yeah. would have been exciting and thrilling. And those guys are definitely a group where I feel like they're naturally ready to go. Yeah, at any point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just it, send them up and have them tear the ring apart. Yeah, that's all you got to do. Run back the first NXT angle. Yeah, just don't have um, Kyle O'Reilly choke anybody with a tie. Yeah, yeah, that that's would be a, bad. That's a bad look. That, that would be very that's bad. not going to go well. Yeah, not going to go great, especially now because it could be like JoJo getting choked out. No one wants to see that. <laughs> Although it happens to Corey Graves. Some well. People might. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he might enjoy it. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. You can ask Carmel about that. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, what else happened this week? Uh, we found out Charlotte and Andrade are apparently a thing. That's an interesting match. Uh, yeah, yeah match I, I, I was going to ask, how would you book that, Chris? How would I book that? Yeah. I would book. Uh, let's see. I would start with a uh, with a collar and penis tie up. Okay, mm -hmm. so <laughs> that's that's where you, that's where you start, and you really really cinch it in, really. <laughs> Really get it in nice and uh, nice. And I, I feel like Charlotte. Char I feel like Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte can handle herself around uh, around a wiener. Um, <laughs> so I feel like she's a uh, she's she's taking all CN inches there. Oh, um, so that's that's going well. And then maybe he uh, you know does the little Eddie shake as as a mocking thing uh, that he does so well there. Um, and then he uh, uh, throws uh, Charlotte up against the uh, the bedpost, and then he does the running uh, crotch knee thrust into the corner. 
<laughs> but it just ends up into like a mega deep throat sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that works out really well. Yeah. Because um, as I said, Charlotte knows her way around a wiener. Um, Woo! Yeah. So then uh, Charlotte recovers and then kind of goes into a figure four, but it turns more into like a scissoring sort of thing. But that really doesn't do anything for Andrade because he has a wiener. Hey, hey, hey. He's a good worker. He knows <laughs> he'll make it work. Yeah, exactly. He's going to turn it over. Yeah, it's not and just- apply the pressure to it, Charlotte's It's not vagina. just about him in that ring. He wants to make the other worker look good, too. Right. And then at the at the very end, Charlotte goes to the top rope for a moonsault, um, but she's Charlotte, so she misses uh, his dick <laughs> and lands on the bedpost and impales herself and has to take WrestleMania off, which leads to Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey one-on-one <laughs> at WrestleMania. Thank you very much. There you go. There you go. I'm into it. I'm into it. So speaking of WrestleMania, uh, what it seems all the fans want now, especially coming off of Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. everyone's jumping aboard the Kofi train. Kofi mania, brother. Yeah, so we are getting into Fastlane. Yes, we are. And apparently not yet getting into Mania, because the, the, well, the plan right now was going to be Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, Ew. or... Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles versus Randy Orton. Oh, God. I fell asleep by the time you finished that sentence. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So, ew. Um, (laughs) I also read a ridiculous rumor that it may be that the New Day may implode and Big E might turn on Kofi, and you could have Kofi versus Big E at WrestleMania. (sighs) I don't want to see that. I don't I don't either, especially since, you know, the New Day is really good at reinventing themselves and finding new ways to get people invested. And this Kofi push is something really good for them right now. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they still sell a shit ton of bootios and merch and, 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 I, and stuff and like I, that. I propose it just as crazy fantasy booking around Rumble time. It just makes sense. The New Day versus Earth Day just makes sense. <laughs> the, the, you have a, a group that is built around making pancakes and not eating them and right. selling t-shirts against fucking earth crisis on the other yeah, side of yeah, here. Yeah, I guess you can't use Green Day. That's kind of copyrighted. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like it writes itself. It's yeah. a, it, it, it's a natural uh there's a natural dichotomy between the two sides right. of it. Yeah. And you know, Xavier has said many times on the record and he's been all over Twitter about this that one of his goals for the new day was to make sure Kofi was champion before he retired. Yeah. This, I mean, it would be such a wonderful moment at Mania. You could take the belt back Tuesday. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. Like, just give them that moment and you could dissolve the new day at that point, too. Right. It's a natural ending point for that. Yeah, that's when you have Big E turn on them. Exactly. Big E goes heel, goes rogue, and starts destroying everybody. Right. Because they did everything they set out to do. Yeah. And. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it it strikes me as this wonderful lightning in a bottle moment. Yeah. That they could take advantage of like get get him so close to winning at uh at Fastlane. Yeah. Debut Harper. Yeah. So you have that run six mans on SmackDown sure. all the way up to yeah. Mania and then you have the big match, you know, where all members of the New Day and and Daniel Bryan's eco-terrorist crew aren't allowed to be at ringside yeah. make a big thing about it like it, it's such simple point a to point b to point c booking yeah. that it's just like come on and that match that they had because if it were just a match by itself like the 
the Brian Kofi Kingston bit at the end of, of Elimination, Elimination Chamber, Chamber yeah. was one of the best matches on WWE television Dude, in ages. I was so sucked into that match yeah. at the end, like those false finishes. Like when Daniel Bryan hit that first thing, I'm like, oh well, the dream is over. Yeah. And then Kofi kicked out. I was like, holy shit. Like legitimately. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I was like a little kid watching, you know, Lex Luger power or body slam Yokozuna on, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. on the fucking frigate or whatever. Um so yeah, it it it, 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 it elicited that response from a jaded, cynical mark like myself, which isn't super easy to do these days. Yeah. Um, you know, you buy into the 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 fever. I got a fever. Um, <laughs> the walking cast coming back. We got a little. And the only prescription is Kofi as champion. More Kofi. More Kofi, baby. Gotta have it. Um, you know. They rarely strike while the iron is hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not holding my breath for anything really good to come of this. But, you know, even if it doesn't, they had a really good showing in the Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber match itself may have been the greatest, if not one of the top it was very, Elimination very Chamber good. matches of all very, time. Very, very good. Um, everybody except where for you, Samoa Joe came out looking like a million you? bucks. Well, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> where does Elimination Chamber sit for you in terms of gimmick matches? Because I think it's one of the most shockingly consistent ones. Yeah, because there's so many different elements to it. You know, yeah. it's 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 kind of like a, a Hell in a Cell meets a Royal Rumble. Yeah, you know, which is and it's got like a weird game show vibe too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of Taboo Tuesday thrown in there too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's there's. I think I like it more than Hell in the Cell. Hell in the Cell has gotten kind of fucked out. Like yeah. It, for longest time, Hell in the Cell was this amazing thing, and then. Once they started doing the pay per view every yeah. year, every match or almost every match is in the cell. And yeah, you, you gotta you gotta pick and choose where you use that. That's, right, that's right. the that's the grand finale of a of a long. If feud. if they could put like a two year hiatus right. on doing it, and then they bring it back, yeah, like it it would re earn so much of its. Oomph. I I agree, but uh, yeah. so yeah, that that. Hell in a Cell is low. A regular cage match is low. I feel like they've done the the two out of three falls match a lot recently. Mm -hmm. um, I think Elimination Chamber up is up there with Royal Rumble for me in terms of gimmick matches that I that I really do enjoy. Yeah. It's definitely the most consistent, and, and that actually continued with the women's Elimination Chamber, which was much better than much we better than we anticipated. Yeah. Um, I'm realizing I think I might be a, a Sonya Deville mark. I think she's kind of awesome. She, yeah, I mean, really, a lot of those women impressed. Yeah, uh, and then you know there were some some sloppy points in there, oh, of and, course, and a botch or two. But you know that's bound to happen. I think that um, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose mm -hmm. both looked really, really good coming out of the Iconics. Yeah, came out both character wise and wrestling wise, just uh, oh yeah, light but years above pretty much everybody else. Gave them a lot uh, there, yeah. in there. You know, Bailey and Sasha had the underdog story going mm -hmm. for them that worked really well for them. You know, and even even Nia and Tamina were booked to their strengths, right? Which are limited. But right. it made sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Liv Morgan, who I really, really enjoy to look at. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is about her. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of like this fucking crazy with like a little little pudge around her waist. That I'm so into just want to grab onto and just have some fun with um, <laughs> the face you're making right now is is perfect. Uh, and, and Sarah Logan. Everybody looked good is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Was, no, was, it was it was a very, very good Morgan. match. Uh, I was surprised mm -hmm. that. Sasha and Bailey actually got the win. I mean, come on, they had to. You thought I, they were gonna give it to Nia and Tamina? Yeah, I thought so, and then they'd have the mania moment. I feel like 
first, 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 firsts. You well, have to that, have... that is the thing that someone pointed out later is basically all of the four horsewomen are the first, first champions. First, yeah. Because yeah. Charlotte was first uh, women's Raw. champion. Becky. Uh, Becky for SmackDown, SmackDown. And now uh, yeah. Sasha and Bailey. So, so that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was very surprised by that. And yeah, I I I because we were talking last week where's Asuka what are you doing with Asuka it's Asuka Sunday uh hey fucking hell let let's run let's run Sonya Asuka I'm, I'm just trying to think of interesting unique people who aren't Lacey Evans who I'm 95 percent sure is going to be Asuka's mania either opponent. that or Mandy Rose I've heard also is, yeah, is a possibility yeah. for it because she beat Asuka oh god it hurts me to even say it on Smackdown by roll-up yeah. By distraction. Yeah. Come by Lacey Evans. Yeah. Who was then scared by a gay. Yeah. <laughs> this is... I want to thank the internet for pointing that one out. I didn't catch that when I watched it, that basically <laughs> Lacey Evans came out, saw Sonya Deville, and went, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out exactly Lacey's character. So are they. Uh, <laughs> you know, is she a bombshell? Is she a badass Marine? Like, I feel like the Marine... Root, you know, Miz aside, is kind of the way to go if you're going to make her a badass sort of it, thing. Yeah, like um, Rosie but the then, Riveter. Then sort to make of thing. her heel would be difficult with that. Oh, I mean, there there are some aspects of her story which would indicate a natural baby face. Yeah, the, the U.S. Marine part, the being a single mom part. Like right. there, there are these different elements where you kind of go, okay, you could make a very compelling like sit down interview piece about everything sure. she did. And sacrifice to get to where she is now. Yeah, that would make her a huge baby face. Yeah. At the same time, you could lean into what they're already doing, which is making her like this Southern Belle, and uh, make her a heel at least on the coasts. She's a MAGA hat away from like it, it, right, you know. right. Yeah, she just she needs a, a bright red, red cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with some make the women's letters. division great again. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> oh no, no, let's 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 not let's yeah. not go there. Uh, yeah, she is not ready for a main event. Match. No, no. Um, I'm just gonna, just, you know, from especially her showing in the Royal Rumble. Yep. And I don't know if that was just being on the big stage, nerves, or what. Uh, it just didn't didn't really impress. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she had a couple impressive short matches in NXT, but she never really had. A, a, a marquee program in NXT, yeah. to my recollection. Yeah. So, I'm not, you know, sure the look may be there, um, but I just don't know if everything else is ready for that. And she's certainly not ready for Asuka. Yeah, definitely not. Ready. No one's ready for Asuka. No, well, yeah. no one. <laughs> I just want to see her on fucking TV. Again. Yeah, I know, right? Um, before we go to what I think is going to be our last topic, because it's the the big thing coming up Monday. Uh, Chris, did you see what happened last night at AAW? AAW, no. So AAW is a big Chicago, G- right? big Chicago-based yeah. indie fed. Uh, at I forget the name of the show, but the Lucha Bros had just won their tag titles. Okay. Uh, they were defending their tag titles. Lights went out. Lights came on, and we had the continued build to AEW's Double or Nothing show as the Young Bucks showed up, beat ah. the crap out of the Lucha Bros, and cost them the AAW tag belt. Nice. Yeah. That's so fun. Uh, we are getting continued build for that. That show, All right. um, 
But it, it is kind of funny. The internet did break a little bit this week because Ric Flair had a surprise 70th birthday right. party. Yeah. And there's Chris Jericho yep. taking photos with Shane and Triple H. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah living, living the dream. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Business is one thing, but, you know, relationships that you've built for decades long. Oh, yeah. You know, it's... I, nothing's happening. Oh, it was yeah. just this... Rick, it was just Chris showing up at Ric Flair's birthday party. Yeah, not know? wearing a fanny pack on like your favorite Michael Hayes. Fuck you, Michael Hayes. You Did you see the photo baby of him blue his... piece of yeah. shit? Yeah. Fuck you. That's... Your stupid dyed goatee and terrible long thin fucking hair. You fucking turd. Doot doot doot. <laughs> fucking poop head shit monster. You're a Golgothan from Golgothan, the, the shit monster. Yeah, from, from Dogma. Dogma. Yeah, that's you. You're 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 a, you're a big piece of poop, yeah. duty head. He's terrible. Oh, I hate uh, you. Be- before we go into what I think is going to be our last topic, uh, just a heads up, Patreon listeners uh, or those not yet subscribed to the Patreon, we are going to be talking about our our big bracket for yeah, this year. Bracket season, baby. Yeah, some Mad Marchness going on. Yeah, that's the stuff. Yeah, well, you can't legally use that yeah, phrase. Yeah, that's the ticket. Yeah, that's why you say the big game instead of <laughs> oh, the superb don't owl. I know it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to have our Mad Marchness bracket. We're going to be ranking the manias, folks. That's right. Yeah, all, uh, all, all WrestleManias will be involved in this bracket. We're going to have a couple play-in games to see who makes the final 32 since there have been 34 WrestleManias. Yes. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be uh, pitting Mania versus Mania to see which WrestleMania you guys think is the goat of manias yes indeed and something that could change up this year's mania as we talked about earlier on in the show monday night roman reigns coming back to raw yeah from a live crowd yep got a special announcement of some sort yep last time we saw our boy the Samoan Joe that is not Samoa Joe. <laughs> uh, he told the world he was going to be fighting leukemia. Right. It's been four months. He filmed a movie. Yeah. He showed up on some college football games. Yeah. Uh, we haven't heard anything else. Uh. I assume this is good news because he is booked yeah. for Good Morning America the next day. One one would imagine that he super punched leukemia. Right in the face. Back yes. into. Uh, Back in submission, hopefully so. You know, you know, Roman Reigns the character is one thing, but uh, you know, the dude is a dude and a man and a father and a family man. So, right. you know, obviously, wish nothing but uh, the best for him and his physical health. Um, if internet rumor and scuttlebutt is to be believed, he's been training uh, mm-hmm. for a uh, a return. Um, no timeline, obviously, on that. I mean, I would imagine the uh, therapy, uh, like. Physical therapy and whatever treatment he received is pretty intense. So mm-hmm. um, he has uh, probably has to rebuild some strength and conditioning to get back in the shape. If he were to announce a return, I'm not expecting anything before Mania. I would think that this, and th- this is what I think the announcement's going to be, is that he will be in Seth Rollins's corner at Mania. See, I was talking with my buddy Mark about this. Yeah. And I get the storyline reason why. But I don't like this because if you're going to use Brock Lesnar to be the guy to put over the next big star, you want him to do it on his own. And even Mm -hmm. if – why would you have him out there if he isn't going to do something? Sure. Uh, And I I want – if Seth Rollins is going to be the guy to beat Brock and be the next big guy, he – 
it would really do him the best service to do it on his own with nobody out there just to prove that he's he's the king slayer and he's the beast slayer you yeah. know the beast master i guess you can't use that yeah. um but you know I, I i i get the idea of wanting him out there but i don't like it in terms of building seth rollins yeah i the only thing i could think of is and this is a, a another very big if is to have the end shot of that match is Seth, Dean, and Roman fist bumping. Fist bumping uh, with Seth as the champion. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of, but there's the X factor of Dean. And right. I'll be honest. Roman coming back has me wondering, or potentially coming back, has me wondering. Is Seth going to be the guy? Well, not only is Seth going to be the guy, is this going to possibly change Dean's want to leave? Because I wouldn't be surprised if. Roman being gone, possibly forever, started to put some writing on the wall because it's clear he's very close with Roman and Seth. Sure. Yeah. If I find out that my best friend isn't leaving a job, I might stick around longer. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I feel like Ambrose. I feel like he went farther than that, you know, with with what he has been given creatively and 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 stuff because like of Roman being gone, though. I mean, he was a little, you know, it. it I don't know. Maybe you may. Be, and, you may and, be right. And I might I be. Know. I might be pulling in strings and hoping for the best here. And and it's it's not out of like this idea of like I need Dean Ambrose in the WWE. Like no, I just would like to see everybody landing a place where they're happy. Sure, and I, I feel like Dean isn't happy in WWE, yeah. and that, uh, like you said, that may be because of the Roman situation and what he was given. But I, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. He just seems like one of those guys that's just uh, could you could benefit from not being on the road as much and yeah. not you know being the center of attention. I, I feel like he doesn't like everything that comes along with WWE. Like that's fair. If he was in the ring and doing you know what he wanted to be doing wrestling wise, he would be a happy man. But you know. Yeah. All the attention he's not. Or if he just he, was doing Renee Young, you'd be a very, very happy man. Who wouldn't? Yeah, that's you true. Know? Um, so yeah, you may be right. Uh, I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it'll affect Dean. I think Dean's still going to be uh, taking his uh, taking his leave at the end of April or whatever. So you know, good, good, good for him. You know, hopefully Reigns does come back, and uh, hopefully you know Seth Rollins wins the title. If I were to have one person in Seth Rollins' corner for the WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. It would be Christopher Walken with a soldering iron. <laughs> hey, I'm going to bash the beast in the face. <laughs> the Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast. The Rough House Podcast is a weekly podcast featuring one guy whose radio dreams came true and another guy who failed miserably at being a successful broadcaster. And Marty. Follow us at RoughHouseSGW on Twitter and Facebook.com slash The Rough House Podcast. Become a donor to The Rough House at Patreon.com slash The Rough House Podcast. And check out our videos at YouTube.com backslash channel backslash capital U C E G J two. 1N, lowercase w, capital G, lowercase k, capital P, M, lowercase L, capital D, N, 7, lowercase C, 3, lowercase R, lowercase F, U, V, Q. This is the The Rough House podcast with Justin and Christoph. That's it. Fuck Christoph, he's terrible with his information. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.
The Rough House Podcast is brought to you by the AJ Styles School for Talking Good Promo Well. If you want to, like me, have a good talk style words with your speech, simply make sure that you cut the promo for people to be like, yeah, that man has a points for with talking app. The AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well is now accepting applications for prospective new students. Are you an aspiring pro wrestler but not sure if you can handle yourself on the stick? Then call the AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well to hone your craft, just like the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. For example, Claire Lynch, that ain't a, that's not a good. So I was like, uh-uh. And and then Dixie Carter, she said, hmm. And I'm like, you got it, because I'm I'm the one that's pheno- phenomenal. I'm in a phenomenal one here in this environment of wrestling. All right, we got six sides on like... Sorry, four now, AJ! We got four sides in the... One, this is my house, and this is where I live. I'm the best I'm the best that's ever been in the world. Because I'm the best that there is. Be the best that there is, just like AJ Styles. The AJ Styles School for Talking Good Promo Well will make sure you're ready to take the squared circle by vociferous force. Classes include Spitting Hot Fire 101, Advanced Pipe Bomb Dropping, and Mush Mouth Management. Send in your application now to the AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well and make yourself phenomenal. I'm the phenomenal one AJ Style, and if you have desires to speak in a fashion much in the way that I have done talks before, with the way I've done words all the, with my mouth, I make speak, and people go, man, and then I kick people Usually it heads I my head them in the I kick them in the head is what I do. Um, I'm a uh, total knockout. E, EC TNA TNA is what I'm in. Cause that's that's where I'm really hoping I get hired by WWE. I'll wear a mask. I hear there's a sin car opening. The AJ Style School for Talking Good Promo Well is located in the Deep South, right in front of Foreign Object Warehouse and perpendicular to the KFC.